Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, Episode 47, Scream and Scary Movie. Now someone is a victim, and someone is a suspect, and they both belong to this podcast. Good enough. Hi everyone, I am your host, Chaos. Co-host, Carnage. Wow, that was really enthusiastic, and I felt like you were really Hi, I'm your co-host, Carnage, and I'm so excited to be here today. And we have two special guests for, you for uh, returning to the show. We have <laughs> Maverick. Are we really special? Well, I did just make that noise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Just Joe. Good evening. Um, apparently Vincent Price is here too. Yes, excellent, excellent. And, uh, I was going for Carla. Oh, bummer. And this is the first episode that you two have appeared together on since It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, he was supposed to be here for The Shining when we did, like, that super ultra mega one. Yeah. But he got scared, he was, so he stayed home. Yeah. Very scared, yes. <laughs> Different S word. That's more like sick. Have you seen oh. Shelley Duvall? She is very scary. <laughs> oh, the face. Oh, you yeah. obviously you never, you've my never listened rant. to that yet. Yeah, that We're not five minutes in, we already got the death clerk, guys. This isn't good. Yes. <laughs> You clearly never listened to that episode. Yeah, there's like a whole ten minute rant. Oh yeah. About, oh yeah. Was it? Was it? Why Shelley why Duvall is awesome? awesome? Is actually awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and why she sucks. It's okay, guys. I'll make him listen to it on the way. Home. Awesome. Okay. Great. <laughs> um. So first, okay. we're gonna talk Scream. I am down. Uh, it was right done now. in 1996. It was an R rating, an hour and 51 minutes long, and it got a 7.2 on the IMDb scale. What about that tomato meter? Tomato meter is certified fresh somehow at a 79%. Hey, opinion does not tell way later, Missy. Critic consensus, horror icon Wes Craven's subversive deconstruction of the genre is sly, witty, and surprisingly effective as a slasher film itself, even if it's a little too cheesy for some. Audience score, same exact number, 79%. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about cast. Oh, no, you got to talk about the We had to do intro. our Yeah, I'm still introing for, yeah. Um, <laughs> we went a little too fast again for the second episode in a row and forgot our intro. So for anyone who's new just joining us for the first time, hello. We hope you actually stay. Um, <laughs> Forever and ever. We are... Two best friends who love to bicker about horror movies. And bicker we do, as you have already seen. And sometimes we have awesome guests on, too, like tonight. So you are in for a treat, so stick around. Please. Please. I'm the resident Stephen King expert. Yes, we have Maverick, the resident Stephen King King expert. And (laughs) Just Joe, the resident everything else expert. And That's why we make a good pair. Yeah. Yes, indeed. (laughs) So, yeah, let's talk about this cast a little bit. Okay, well, we got our uh, main character is Sydney Prescott, who is uh, Nev Campbell. From She was really famous of Party of Five back in the day. You have something to say? Yes? Sydney. What did I say? Sid- you said Cindy. Damn it. Sydney Prescott. Sorry. Um, That'll come into play in Clearly, a <laughs> we just watched the scary movie because I said Sydney. Sydney. Um, she was off of her Party of Five fame at this time. We have Deputy Dewey Watt Riley, uh, David Arquette, who was 
off the back of his Arquette family. We have <laughs> Gail Weathers, who is Courtney Cox, uh, still working that friends angle there. You've got Billy Loomis, who is Ski Ulrich, as Chaos calls him. The poor man's Johnny Depp. <laughs> you have Stuart, who plays by Matthew Lilliard. We have Tatum O'Reilly, um, who is played by Rose McGowan. Randy, who's uh, Jamie Kennedy. And then you've got a couple bit characters. Casey Becker is actually played by Drew Barrymore. You've got Principal Hembree, who's played by Henry Winkler. Uh, Kenny the Cameraman, who's played by D- uh, W. Earl Brown. Linda Blair shows up as a reporter. And Wes Craven himself, the director, shows up as a janitor. So. Yes. Linda Blair, I didn't mention it, but uh, kind of funny note, credited as obnoxious reporter. And she was. <laughs> She was. As opposed to Courtney Cox, who wasn't in a movie. I know, right? <laughs> like, it's like, really? You... But she, she okay. was valued enough to get a name. So. Yeah, there you A go. shitty name, but a name. Mm-hmm. Hey, credits are credits. That's yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Give credits where credits are due. Uh, so, how about a summary? Um, okay. Um, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. A ghost-faced killer is... Terrorizing a small town in California and things go awry. What am I waiting for? Okay. You have a better um, one? No. Go for it. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, please. Please. Do you, what, what, what do you want? I don't know. No, I don't oh, you want more, I thought. Yeah. Well, I did, but I can't do them as well as you can. I don't know why. <laughs> I, just, I just put in the things go awry part. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, since... Um, Let's do a real summary, I guess, right? Yeah, how about a real summary? Um, you have Sydney Prescott. Well, first you have Drew Barrymore. It opens with her as Casey Becker. Um, she's terrorized by this killer in a ghost face mask. Her boyfriend's slaughtered, and it's the opening scene for Scream, where it follows these high school kids who are really in their late 30s. Why are you giving me that look? <laughs> is it really the opening scene for Scream? It really is. Well, you said I wasn't excited enough earlier, but now I'm really excited. Well, that's so we're the, going. I, I just thought that was amazing, considering that's the movie we're talking about. Continue. Is it, is it though? Is it? I believe it is. I believe that's what we said. I mean, we can, like, pause and listen back if you're not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm hold really on. Not. Let's pause a minute. <laughs> do, 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 for do. Peace Are in you the sure East? yet? I'm sure. Are you sure? You are kicking distance. Remember (laughs) that. We have to be closer when there's guests, and I can kick you. That's true. Anyway, it follows these high schoolers, quote unquote, who are really in their mid-30s. Yep. As they um, try to um, solve the Scooby-Doo mystery of who the killer is and shit happens. That's the best I got. I don't have a really good one for this one. I thought things go awry. They did go awry, too. Yeah, she did that summary, and then we tried to do, like, a more real summary. But this one's not real. I'm sorry. I'm... And then, like, it, I mean, that's basically, it's very Scooby-Doo. It, it's kind of Scooby-Doo. I kind of appreciate the Scooby-Doo part of it. Yeah. Let's find out who you really are. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it reminds me of when Drew's it, taking off the mask. Is it them? Is it them? Is it them? Oh, it's, it's the carnival owner. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, and ends Where's up... Craven? Spoiler alert, it ends up being Stu and Billy. Jeez. Thank so, you for that. You just ruined everyone's life. Let's pack up and go home now. <laughs> I mean, yep. Mind blown. I have to go now. Our job here is done. That's yeah, right. We're good to go. Bye. Five minutes in. We're good. Mm-hmm. All right. Shortest episode ever. ever. No, I think that was uh, Final Destination. Or Raise. 
If only that was the final stop in that franchise. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Next uh, Halloween, we're doing um, we're not. Halloween Palooza 2. No, we're in not. which Carnage gets to pick the films. No, I guess never what it's going to be. I never agreed to that. Mm. I, I'm really right. You Might as well call it. that torture ween. Mm. Uh, Let me guess. Is it hostile? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, I, if I, you're going to do hostile, I can't be here. That's another. I can't watch those movies. Can't watch Hostel? No. You're in the category. I fucking told her. People. Torture porn. I do not do torture porn. She's still trying to make me watch Hostel. It's on the list. Well, I don't it, care. You, you remember when it was mentioned in the Dead Alive broadcast that I can't watch that movie. Yes. Was saying, yeah. Same, same thing. thing. Same thing with Hostel. Can't. Okay. You know where her addiction I is mean, ending. You, she's going to make you do a Serbian film. I am. That's, that's her goal. <laughs> yeah, that's never going to happen either. That's her goal. Serbian <laughs> I'm never going to watch Hostel. You don't even know what a Serbian film is, do you? No, I don't. My gosh, oh my god! I thought it was just a wait, film wait, wait, wait. from Serbia. I have an idea. I have wait, an idea. tell me what it is. I have an idea. Oh. No, wait, tell me what it is. I'm going to subject you all to We have to, to keep the podcast going. We can't do that. <laughs> oh, no. Now wait, that is no, you have to explain movie. this now. What is... Oh my god. No. You're the last person to hear of this? I, I am apparently. you've never heard of a Serbian film. Okay, I thought it would be right up here. truth teller. What is a Serbian film? I have no idea. Oh, damn it. This is lost as you. Fill this us is, this in. is something for after the podcast. Yeah, basically. yeah. This is not. You can't tell us now. It's a really, it's a really violent, uh, disturbing movie. It's okay. It's just, it's just famously known for being really violent, gory, disturbing, really, really disturbing. Oh, that's so going on the yeah, list. No, it never no, is. No, no, I mean beyond disturbing. Like stay, even stay people who love movie. horror movies won't watch a Serbian film. Okay, we'll talk about it more later. Yeah, fill me in. It'll be great. Um, where the fuck were we at? I don't fucking know. I'm trying to do Scream. We're getting to opinions now, yeah. Yes. Let's do opinions. How about the guys start us <laughs> off? Okay. Great. Sure, whatever. Just try to be a good web hostess. That's fine. <laughs> You're a web hostess now. Oh my fucking god. Who wants to go first? Let's go with just Joe. I'm doing this as hard as I can. Well, I'm doing it bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go with just Joe. Okay, just, just Joe, Joe? Yeah, just Joe has stuff to say about this movie. Well, do you want to say how long it's been since you last saw it, too, before this? Yeah, because the last time I saw this movie, it was in 1997, right after the home video release. (laughs) Yes, I saw this movie on VHS in 1997 (laughs) from Blockbuster Video. Oh! Two throwbacks. Yeah, because we did a recording of the three of us without just Joe, what, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it didn't come out, so we're redoing it tonight. Yeah. Hey guys. Mm-hmm. We were just going to podcast on it without watching the movie, but just Joe decided to come tonight, and we decided since it's been such a long time since he lost saw the movie that we should probably rewatch it, and that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you have opinions. Yes. So I remember the first time I saw this movie, I hated it. <laughs> the second time around, I didn't hate it, but really didn't really think it stood out in the genre. Mm-hmm. If anything, I blame this movie for movie for kickstarting the whole horror teen slasher genre. This is like the frat boys slasher <laughs> film. <laughs> so it turned out I didn't hate the movie so much as I hated its fans, mm-hmm. or at least some of the fans, who had obviously never seen another movie in the slasher genre prior to seeing Scream. Yeah. So you hated me then. No. <laughs> yeah, this no, was this my is, first slasher. This was her first slasher movie. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
She had never seen a slasher movie they before she saw Scream. Us, huh? did, did you yeah. not sleep over at a friend's house before 1997? I watched, like, My Little Pony shit. They didn't watch horror movies. And somehow then you just turned the dial and went right past everything yeah. else to torture porn horror. Yes. See, when you get deprived of it, it's kind of like, you know, anything else. You get deprived of something all your life, and then you get introduced to it, you're like, best and worst of it at all once. I need it all. Now, no. now that you mention I think this was my first slasher, too. Was it? Yeah. I mean, but I saw it way after you. I think I only saw this for the first time probably, like, five or six years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. It was whenever but... we got Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought this was, like, Wes Craven's attempt at, you know, defibulating the dying slasher genre, which it did. Right. But I liked what he did with New Nightmare a lot more than what he did with this. How yeah. he revitalized the whole Nightmare on Elm Street. And mm-hmm. then they, Hollywood decided to do nothing with New Nightmare after that. But yeah. then they kept beating the crap out of this franchise. And it turned into what it was trying to parody. (laughs) I'll agree with that. Yeah, for sure. So I didn't hate it. Didn't really... Not my favorite, but don't don't hate it. I guess I could appreciate it for what he tried to do with it. And then it was pretty much ripped out of his hands by the studio for the sequels. Mm -hmm. But I still like Wes Craven and this movie is worthy of him. Okay. So. Excellent. What, What about you, Mav? I, I mean, I'm ambiguous towards this movie. I By now, I've probably seen it so many times that it, it's kind of boring to me because it's just, there's, you can only watch it so many times. There's, like, nothing more to I, see. Yeah, I will say I feel like you, it's like, you memorize it. It's so simple. Like, yeah, it's yeah, a couple it's, times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there's definitely. a formula to it. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, it's, I, I like it for what it is. Like I said, I think this is probably my first slasher as well. I saw this well before I saw Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, any of those movies, Friday the 13th. Um, but I, I appreciate it. I like it for what it is. It's funny, but it's also like, there's still some parts where I'm like, ooh. Like the part with the garage door. Wincy. Wincy. Yeah. Wincy. yeah. But with the garage door. Which yeah. that's the goal of any horror movie to make you. Yeah. Sure. And I, I mean, I guess I guess if if we're going to go with that, then the fact that I have seen it so many times, but it still makes me wince mm-hmm. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Very true. I would agree with that as well. Would you like to go ahead next? Um, sure. So, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm just kind of lukewarm on this movie too i don't hate it i don't like it it's just kind of there that's my opinion it just, it, <laughs> to me it doesn't have the staying power of like an original nightmare on elm street or original halloween it just doesn't really have that staying power i mean this is the third time that i've watched it only the third time but i still feel like okay i know the story super well now and it's boring to me it's like I don't see. I think it doesn't have much watch it, rewatchability. Like, I I think it just like yeah. I it I think it um. It's I know it's supposed to be like satire, but I think it's kind of like I don't know. 
oh yeah we can make this crappy movie and say it's a satire ha 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 we can just rip off all these other movies to make this new movie and then say it's a satire and then make a shit ton of money off of it but in the end it still ends up being it's just a movies that it's trying to satire right it i think it tips its hand too much and it reveals way too much to really have any kind of lasting horror staying power yeah right exactly that's yeah i yeah I, I don't know. I I know people love this movie. I know this was a lot of people's introductions to slashers. Um, and so a lot of them have, like, a lot of, uh, like, nostalgia wrapped up with it yes. or something like that. But um, We do. And nostalgia can cloud your judgment, too. It like... so can. And I'm not just saying that, like, as a criticism, because I, I know that from experience. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, things that I'm nostalgia about, they can be shitty as fuck. But if I'm nostalgia about it, it's like, oh, I love it. You know, it gets... Oh, it... trust me, I get that. We've yeah. been watching a lot of Barney and Friends. Oh, my God. Gator has discovered TV, which... It... And, you know, I know how people feel about screen time for babies. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we need to get stuff done, and that's the only way that we can keep them occupied. So, but I would rather it be stuff that is semi-educational, I guess is a good way to put it. And so, like, Bernie was, like, what I grew up with. I was a little bit older before it, but I have a a younger brother, and I have a younger cousin. Hi, Tommy and Amy. Um... (laughs) And so, like, that's where my experience came with Barney, because mm-hmm. I was a little bit too old for that crowd when it first came out. But it's, I feel like it's good, it's a, it's a good babysitter yeah, for Gator. <laughs> so, but that's, yeah, that's nostalgia. Just Joe hates it. Yeah. But I'll I put Barney it on. Too. Yeah, it's Because yeah. yeah. I was way too old when Barney yeah. came out, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, Just Joe hates it, right. but I have at least a little bit of nostalgia. Well, see, like... Like this, like Barney, like this movie, it's it follows a certain formula and mm-hmm. it sticks yeah. to it, and you know you're not going to get anything different or exciting. Right. Yeah. It's nothing like really new or right breaking. It, yeah. it didn't start any trends, and it just continued other trends, and then was a callback to other movies. Yeah, and also like most of this cast, like like Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Skeet Ulrich, Rose McGowan. I don't I get, I don't like those actors. So that also makes a difference. Like that that also kind of counts towards why I never enjoyed it bigger or never cared about seeing it. This cast is really vanilla. Because it was like especially like I know when it came out I had no interest in rushing off to see it either because I those those actors were all really hot at the time and I did not enjoy them, so it was like not a priority. So that's why I never saw it. I don't even remember the first time I saw it. Ready for me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna the dissenting vote at vote in all this. I this this is my movie. Did you say John Voigt? John Voigt, yeah. John Voigt was in this movie. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Dissenting vote. <laughs> In this movie, because um, I, I, I was the audience for this movie. This came up when I was in my teens. And um, for me, it did get me started in the whole horror. was my first slasher. So I feel like um, this movie kickstarted for a lot of teens our age that were never in horror before or never um, had an interest in it. It kind of sparked an interest for some of us. Like, for me, it sparked an interest in horror. Like, when I was a kid, my... We know the story. My dad watched horror, and I'd hide under the covers, and I never wanted to see it. So I stayed away from it. And then I saw this movie. And I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. And it got me into other horrors. So it kickstarted a lot for me. And I know for other peers, maybe not in this room, but other peers that did the same thing. So, yes, I do have nostalgia for it. But I think, for me, it did 
um, accomplish what Wes Craven to set out to do, which was get a new audience for those older movies. Because there were so many people that were just kind of, oh, movies from the 70s, you know, it's not very exciting, you know. So it got, it, it did restart, you know, some interest or it started some interest in some people for horror movies and made us go back and into time and watch it. And I did like the cast. Like, I, I liked the popular stuff when I was a kid. I know you always, I know you, you did. always didn't like, you, you're, you're different though. And yes. I say that in the nicest possible way. You don't <laughs> like the popular stuff. You are anti-popular shit. I, I believe I mean, the, the term you're looking for is counterculture. Let's yes, go on. that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> so much so to the point that... I, yeah, I could, I I feel, could see both her and just Joe. Yeah, yes. being almost tunnel visioned by the cast. Like, they're popular, so I don't want to have anything, you no, know... No, not just they're popular. I didn't also just didn't like them. It's not only that they're popular. It's not that... Like, oh, they're popular, and I have no idea what they're like, but I'm assuming they're terrible because they're popular. No, I'm just saying in general. I'm not saying just this movie. I'm saying in general. Sometimes I can see it. Like, if something's popular, you want to go the opposite. No, as 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 friendship as we've gone for 20 years, if something was popular, you usually tended to go the other way with it. You know? No, I think I just look at things with a more critical eye if they're popular. I don't necessarily automatically hate things. Okay. You hated all, all of us before you got to know us. Very <laughs> I agree I with her. I very hard at that. I work very hard at that, okay? I agree I, with her at I all points, know. even yeah. you're very hittable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she hated me. But I kind of think I just kind of forced myself into her life. That's what you have to do, I think. It takes a lot of work. Like, it, it's kind of like one of those, um... No, it's it's like... Because, I mean, like, she and I work together. And that's where we met each other. It's like throwing so, darts through a fan. Yeah, like, we worked together. And then she moved to Indiana to yeah. live with you for a little bit. <coughs> and then, like, when she came back, I was like, hey, we're hanging out now. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Did you guys hang out before much. then, too? What? Did you guys hang out before Indiana, too? Before we moved, she no. moved to Indiana? No. I really? No. Oh, okay. That must have been after when I came to visit We were, them. yeah, we were, yeah. I mean, we were, like, friends at work, but that was about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I couldn't like, after, we played after D&D she a couple came, times. After she came back from Indiana, that was like, I was like, okay, we are hanging out now. You've been to and Indiana? I want to be your BFF. Tell me all about Indiana. <laughs> no, I think it was just, I was kidding. <laughs> the Hoosier State. You so came back alive. <laughs> I think I, just, I was just so bored at work that I was just glad to have her back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's, you know, if that hadn't happened, we wouldn't be here. Right. You, have, so. you do have to force yourself. You're like a tough crumbly leg. There's a lot of cracking that goes on to get to that soft, mushy surface. Oh, God. You don't even know why. There's... Yes, I do, actually. That's why I'm using that oh, reference. Oh, I hate you so much. Oh, I didn't even know I had told you, you that. You had told me that. Don't you oh. remember the last time I had crumbly leg? Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Trust me, ignorance is The last person who made a terrible joke about creme brulee got stabbed with a fork. I know, So maybe calm it down. You don't have any forks in there. Since we had that whole text message discussion that you posted about stabbing. Oh, yeah. Maybe you should tone it down. Maybe a little. Watch yourself and be glad there are no stabbing. Yeah, Chaos was the only one who didn't mention stabbing. I've seen Chaos set people on fire before. I have too. That's because Chaos doesn't talk about the things, the terrible things that she does. Chaos just does them. You get no it's warning. It's funny, though, because Chaos used to be a pacifist, and she was so proud of being a pacifist, and then it just the violence burst through. See what you and did? And now she just like, oh, Look what you did. I think it was her ex that did that, I can't take all the credit for it that. It was all his fault. It was all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yes. It's the same one that tried to light Joe on fire and threw a dart at his head. And got it stuck in your head, No, he threw the dart at me. Um, I ducked I and was, hit Joe I was passed out on the couch. And Joe was asleep, so he didn't know. <laughs> so he woke up to a dart in his temple. Like a real dart in his temple. We have good times here. <laughs> Be our friends. You might or might not get stabbed. Ugh. Just saying. <laughs> I'll do my best to keep you away. It's fine. <laughs> Um, well, and, you know, Maverick has so far been the only one who hasn't been hurt <laughs> as, a, as a result of friendship with her. But I had, I had the baby, and that's like a totally different kind oh, of well, hurt. Oh, well, yeah, but... Yeah, but we didn't inflict that on Pine. Well, yeah, Joe we didn't. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, Joe hey, hey. did. Okay, so... <laughs> well. Never mind, I take that back. We've all been hurt. <laughs> it's a different kind of pain. It was inflicted by Joe. The secret of life is pain. <laughs> Can I just point out, though, that Chaos is wearing the shirt that says Future Corpse? I am, yes. yes. <laughs> she and, knew and what was coming. On the back it says Death Salon, Order of the Good Death, because that's an awesome YouTube channel and everyone should check it out. Are, are we at the pimping already? What's the name of the... Uh... No, the, the uh, YouTube channel is Ask a Mortician, but uh, I guess oh, I yes. should save that for pimping. <laughs> I like her. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, anyway, back to opinion. So that was my opinion anyway. Okay, So I awesome. did enjoy it. So, do we have trivia for this movie? We do, and I think Maverick's got some, too. I'll let you start, and I'll just tag in. Okay. Um, obviously, my, my favorite thing of the trivia is um, Wes Craven's poking at himself a little bit, where he dresses up as Fred Krueger, and he's Fred the janitor. <laughs> yeah. So I do love that. Um, hey, not you, Fred. <laughs> speaking of, that is the Fonz. Hey! hey. No one did it. Okay. I did it. I tried it. <laughs> Um, I think, I yeah, that's the, the principle. Yeah, the, the principle is, is the font. And we notice when he opens the closet door in his office, there's a black leather jacket yeah. hanging in there. <laughs> and he almost goes to do the hair thing. Almost. 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 Quite. <laughs> you have to pay uh, Winkler extra for that, though. I think you do, yeah. It's in there his was, contract. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's a writer in his contract. There was about 50 gallons of blood used for this movie. Wow. Um, that's it? Yeah. Uh, I know. I was kind of surprised, too. Hmm. Um, and the other piece I have is that because of this movie, Rose McGowan found out she actually could fit through a pet door. <laughs> Something everyone needs to know at one time or another, apparently. Sure. That might save your life. Could, not in this case. Not in this case. All right, all right. I, I gotta mention, I, when I first saw this movie for the first few times, that scene baffled me. I did not understand why she got stuck because I was thinking it was just a cutout, like, of the bottom, so she should have just been laying on the concrete so theoretically when you know the door goes up she would just be laying on the concrete <laughs> continue you know wiggling your way through and go and then i convinced myself okay well maybe she's stuck because her boobs are stuck is <laughs> <laughs> only within probably the last two or three times of watching this movie that i realized it's actually cut into the garage door so there's a little piece across the bottom yeah and that's why she got stuck. <laughs> I will say, the first time I watched this movie, exact same thing. I'm not going to go into killer magic! <laughs> Which defies physics here in that that door, that garage door, would not go up with her body weight on it. The motor would have burned out right. long before it got anywhere near high enough to crush her or yeah. anything like that. <laughs> Plus, they do have those pesky safety sensors. Right. Yes. It's the 90s. But I finally figured out, and I'm so happy that I'm no longer confused by that scene. <laughs> All right, continue with your trivia. Oh, go ahead. What, do you have anything else? 
Oh, I'm you... sure you have a lot. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I had um, more. I don't remember any of it though. Okay. Uh, the opening scenes of Drew Barrymore are a nod to Alfred Hitchcock, specifically the movie Psycho. I am not only the Stephen King resident, but I would love to get into some of the older movies. So mm-hmm. when y'all start doing Hitchcocks, oh, I you know have some Hitchcocks me. we can do. Yeah, I know, I know you. <laughs> um, but it's a nod to Psycho because with that movie, they saw Janet Lee in it, and they were like, "Oh, you know, she's the heroine. She's gonna save the day." Blah blah blah, and she dies. She's the first person to die. Oh. Yeah, and it. It baffled audiences, and some like audience members actually hated Psycho because it was the most well-known actress in the movie was killed. That yeah. Was it. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. So yeah. that's why they got Drew Barrymore to do it because, at the time, she was probably one of one of the most popular young actresses in Hollywood. Right. Because they actually originally wanted her for Nev Campbell's spot. Oh. It was Drew Barrymore's idea to be <laughs> the first kill. So. I always thought that was cool. I love that part. I'm a a Hitchcock fan, so what can I say? I've got some trivia about Psycho, too. We gotta do that one. Yeah, oh yeah, it's on the the list. Mm -hmm. You could spend weeks on Psycho. Oh, I know. I I read, or actually read, oh my god, I listened to a really good podcast about the making of Psycho, though. It was like a 12-part series. It was really good. Was it the one by Wondery? Yeah, Inside Psycho. (laughs) They did one about The Exorcist and Jaws as well. Yes. I like... Well, more psycho talk. We'll save it for later. Yeah, I gotta save that. But I like how Hitchcock gives the whole movie away in the trailer for the movie. <laughs> and yet people still, and people still love it. it. <laughs> yeah. He explains the entire movie in the trailer, which was totally unheard of. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about when they were interviewing Billy at the police station, how he was showing like classic signs of guilt. Um, yeah. One of the things we said is that when like he offers more information than what they actually asked him about. And that's a classic sign. Um, we were talking, <laughs> discussing that horrible video game, L.A. Noir, and why that game sucked. But that's, that's a totally different podcast, so let's not get into that. We'll just say it sucked, and it had to do with stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, how he, yeah, how he would, they, they would ask him a question, and he'd be like, I didn't kill anybody. But then you're like, wait. The police officer didn't say anything about killing anybody. He just was wondering where you were last night. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that, that, uh, there's a whole, like, psychology about that, and I've, I've read into it a lot because I'm a huge serial killer fan, too. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you added fan after that. <laughs> <laughs> as, as are the two of us, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just Joe is, too. Plus, okay, all of us. Yes. But... I tend to go more towards, like, the deadly women, right. that kind of thing. How's your coffee today? <laughs> Hell yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't drink, I didn't drink <laughs> coffee today. <laughs> oh, are you feeling funny? Are you feeling okay? Funny how? Mm, I guess we'll find that out. <laughs> um, I'm hearing nothing. My heart! <laughs> yeah. Carnage is our uh, insurance salesman, so maybe we shouldn't say this in front of her. Um, I like the soundtrack throughout the movie. I felt like it was a good soundtrack. Um... The, it had some of the, the classical elements of the eerie underlying music that would hype you up a little bit at certain points, mm-hmm. and then you'd be like, oh, there's nothing going on, and then it would get you later. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the actual music Alice as well. Alice Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. We <laughs> Some of the theories as to like how they could have killed people... And we were talking about retcon and how some of it ruins some of the movies after the original Scream. 
ruin stuff that they set up in this first movie. But that's a whole discussion that I don't feel like having right now. What? It smells something burning. Is there a candle lit or something? No. Or maybe it's just me. Hmm. Are you having a stroke? Do you smell toast? I smell toast. Uh-oh. Must have been the coffee this morning. Like you mean the coffee this morning. <laughs> hey. Enjoy your coffee. <laughs> I'll have to talk to you, Carnage, about the payout on that life insurance policy. No problem. Policy. I'm here for you. Um, <laughs> yes. We did discuss a few times where there was killer magic in this movie. And yes, it's in all caps. That's why I have to say you gotta, it that you way. You say it a little slower now, too, so people are... Killer magic! There we go. <laughs> Let me enunciate. <laughs> killer magic. Um, how it defies physics and really a lot of other things that would actually happen in true life. What did we determine that was? We saw the we said the garage door. What was the other thing that was killer magic? Oh, when they when he was locking the or unlocking the doors to the jeep somehow. Oh yeah, like pre key fob pre key fob days. But he was unlocking the doors to the jeep somehow. And also how Hollywood has no idea how physics work with firearms and other things. Yeah, that too. It's killer magic. Killer magic. And then we had that um that scene at school between Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> and how it was it was repeated almost verbatim in Scream Two mm-hmm. in the, the movie. Stab. Stab. Um Nev Campbell says, Oh yeah, they'll probably get someone like Tori Spelling to play me. <laughs> Lo and behold, in Stab, who's playing Nev Campbell. <laughs> I love that. It, it me it tells me that Tori Spelling's got a good sense of humor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I, just, I thought for a paycheck. I thought that, that it was funny how they actually like got her. it's this throwaway line in the middle of the movie. And yet, they actually like followed through with it. Yeah. Well, you know what? That brings a point because you and I are you and I the only ones that have seen Scream too. Yeah, I haven't seen Scream okay. Two. When did okay. Scream Two so come Cotton out? Because I probably though. saw it right then. Um, yeah, it came out like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, I probably saw it in ninety nine. But I was almost was wondering time. if they set up Scream One for Scream Two because Cotton Weary is shown Liam Sh- Liam Schreiber. He's shown yeah. very small, but he gets one of the top credits, and he's prominent in the next one. I mean. And Kenny's almost like, here, do this little five-second scene, and we'll set you up for a much bigger part next, you know, next step. movie, almost. I don't think they planned on a sequel. I think the way it, this movie was so? set yeah. up. I don't think they necessarily planned on a sequel, but I think they went back and realized, like, okay, we have enough to go off of mm-hmm. here with just kind of picking and choosing all these little things to gotcha. take from. Like I said, like, the... the line with Tori Spelling, the thing with Liv Schreiber, because Liv Schreiber is also in Scream 3. Right. As well. 2 and 3, yeah. Um, that being said, Scream 2 is a... <laughs> we'll get to that next podcast. Yeah, we'll do that, <laughs> we'll do that one later. It's called a cash grab. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, this is another movie that has been um, bonafide by 30 Second Blade Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Check it out. Yes. Check that one out. Uh, so I get that line that I guess I remember the Safety that time, you bastard. Is that even better when it's squeaky? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's a lot of what I have. Okay. Well, I got to say one other thing then. We got to mention the rules. There are rules to every horror movie. There's a formula to it! Very specific formula. 
that's right, because we got to mention the Marigold. Yeah. Yes. So, speaking of the rules, Marigold is... The Marigold Award is given uh, to a person, place, or thing in a movie that exists solely to spout exposition. Um, this is a throwback all the way to episode three, where there was a character named Marigold who literally came into the movie, spouted exposition, and then left the movie again and didn't exist anywhere else. So when we have a movie, and it's a little bit of lazy writing too, um, so when we have a movie who we can identify this character or noun, I suppose, that uh, count that spouts <laughs> no, exposition. Carrie wasn't at the prom. <laughs> <laughs> um, then they get our Marigold Award. And so in this uh, movie, we actually did identify a Marigold. As Randy. Randy. Because all he does is spout exposition the whole time he's on screen. He li- that's literally all his character does you know whenever what? he's on screen. He's got to be funny. one of the most unlikable characters, even before you find out that he's the killer. He's just a totally douchey, unlikable he's character. Killer. He's not the killer. killer. The, the geeky no, best friend. Oh, the geeky guy. Jamie yeah, Kennedy. Randy, yeah, Randy Kennedy. Oh, there's um, another actor I don't These like, characters are so vanilla to me that I mix those two together. Well, and I was going to say, oh. um, spoiler alert for two and three, the funny thing is he's the marigold throughout. He actually dies in the second one, but yet they bring him back for the third one to exposition uh, yet again. Yeah, oh that, is, that is yes. his sole purpose in, in the, the whole series wow. is to be exposition mm-hmm. and repeat the rules. <clears throat> yes. Oh, there's new rules, though, for the third movie. I know, but that's, yes. that's his sole purpose is he's brought back... On a, video on a video that he recorded previously. By his sister. His sister brings it. Yeah. Wow. So that is just, yeah. that's terrible writing. That's wow. pretty funny. That is, that's terrible. That's terrible. Um, well, I mean, so, the yeah. fans got mad about that, and that's why they did it Thanks. in the third movie. <laughs> Randy is our marigold. Randy. You've won, Randy. Here's your golden statue. <laughs> Here, we have a statue. Um, Jamie Kennedy, if you actually color, show up or you interact have to come to at all. To get it. We'll give it to you. We'll give this to you. We will make it happen. It is uh, it is the statue of a beautiful woman in all in gold. It is our marigold. You can pick like it up in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> in the best possible ghetto. In yeah. it, Gary, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Like Gary, Indiana is like the armpit of America. We know. We know. It's confused by your reference. Yeah. I don't understand why we're sending him to Indiana when we're in Ohio. Yeah, we're in Ohio. They know yeah. we're in Ohio. Yeah. We've mentioned yeah. Have we? We've mentioned yes. multiple but times. We, we, because of our, okay, well, because maybe, of Wes Craven, that's in right. fact. Yeah. Maybe because I want Jamie Kennedy to go to a, a dark alley and die somehow. Wow. Oh, oh, jeez. Well, Jamie Kennedy, yeah. we really it's like okay. you. <laughs> Please don't take this personally. Jamie Kennedy, I just saw oh. you in the latest Tremors. We need to talk. <laughs> Fire your agent, son. <laughs> we had we had a um, we had a celebrity actually like one of our posts um, of one of the movies he did. I haven't told you this yet, but I'll tell you more about it later. Um, he actually liked the post. Yeah, all we did during the whole thing was bash his character. <laughs> Wait, was it the one? Was it the one that I that I said I liked him, or was it a different one? It was a different movie. It was a movie this last month for one of the Halloween. Yeah, that's it, there was one that I mentioned that I was like, hey, don't you hate on him? He was on, he was in this movie too. Oh yes, you, it was. You hadn't he hadn't mentioned that movie, and I was like, um, that's yeah. how I knew him. Yeah, he liked our post. I'm like, I'm really hoping. I know he didn't, but I'm really hoping he could. <laughs> I don't remember this. Yeah, he liked our um, our Instagram posts. Oh, we'll have to talk about this later. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's rate this, uh, mother. All right, guests, what you got? Let's rate this mother. No, never just for that. You're going first. You go first. I don't like going first. But I suppose I'll call this one 
7.32879. Nice. Nice. Just Joe? I will give it a 5 out of 10 ghost face masks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chaos? Um, I've been thinking about it. I think this is going to get a five and a half from me. All right. And from me, it's going to get an 8.11111. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, we're not leaving. Oh, no, we've got a um, fanfic first. Let's do, yeah, you got any fanfic? I do. Um, for scarily enough, we're back to the 90s. So that means I've got crossover fanfic. I've got a ton of fanfic. Go online. You'll see it all. But the beauty of fanfic is the crossovers. Let's be honest, people. Um, <laughs> anymore. It's definitely what I we feel find like there so should be some good ones for this movie, too. There's 100, 124 fanfics on Archive of Our Own. There's over 300 on fanfiction.net. And some of the crossovers are South Park, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Looney that Tunes. Make, that would make sense, though. Mario. Tunes. Mario. Shakespeare. Jeez. Magic School Bus. What? Teen Titans. The Magic School Bus. <laughs> Star Wars. Grey's Anatomy. Glee. There's a lot of Glee ones. <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, I'm so fucking confused. What? Which one are you confused about? All of them. Yes, all any of them. Oh, um, well, no, some of them have actually made sense. Like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Maybe. I could see that. Well, you think of, like, it takes, like, high school kids. Yeah, okay. South Park, the same thing. It's school kids. Yeah. Glee, same thing. Yeah. But Looney Tunes, say it, those Okay, ones. you pick Looney Tunes. Let's see what the Looney Tunes one is. I, no, I was waiting for Ed and, Ed, Ed and Eddie. No, Ed and Eddie is not in there. Oh, what oh, happens? Um, it's like we scared him away. That also must have Every movie we were doing was crossed with Ed, Ed, and Eddie for a while, and it was so great. Okay. And then it was like they figured it out and stopped writing or something. Someone must have we told We weren't them. trying to dissuade you. Uh, here's the scary thing. I will dissuade this. The Looney Tunes one and the My Little Pony ones are both rated M. Oh. For sure, so I can't see them. That doesn't Because I'm under the age of 12. Um, I will go to the Mario one. Uh, 25 guests go to a party to find out they're locked in with a killer. Can you find out who the killers are? It's a Mario edition, though. Yikes. So you got all the Mario characters. So that's the best fanfic we have for this time around. Yikes. Yeah, that's... I mean, that would be... That's not really a screen crossover. That's more of like a House on Haunted Hill crossover. I wish I could see another one. Let's see what the Shakespeare one is. It's William Shakespeare meets Scream when Romeo tries to kill Tybalt and avenge Mercutio's death. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a parody. Yeah. Oh, it's only 493 words long. Let's read it. No. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, we're not going to do ratings at this point. I'm, I'm sorry, pimping at this point because we've got one more. You don't have to say that. We didn't say that in the previous ones. We're just going uh, into the next episode. But we got to well, pause we while do, I redo the board. Yeah, before we go into the next episode, we are actually going to listen to a promo from our friends at Dead Time Stories. That's Dead Time Stories with a Z. Z. These girls, they are awesome. They do all sorts of spooky and creepy stories. They do parana- uh, paranormal. 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 Supernatural. I think it's. I made a new word. Paranormal. 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 Sure um, what the hell that means? But it's pretty fabulous. It sounds um, awesome. Ghost stories. They've got a lot of great guest stars too. So uh, go check them out and listen to them right now. I am downloading it as we speak. Hey guys, I'm Sarah and I'm Stephanie, and we're the hosts of Dead Time Stories. 
Dead Time Stories with a Z is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky, and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter, and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe, rate and review today. Okay, and uh, now we're moving on to Scary Movie. It was done in 2000. It was rated R. It was an hour and 28 minutes long and a 6.2 on the IMDb scale. Excellent. Do you have the tomato meter? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. 6.2. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of low, I think. Yeah. Uh, these kind of comedies don't exactly tend to get good critic reviews. I mean, yeah. No, I know, I know, and I'm sure that's exactly probably why. Yeah, but that's not critic review though. That's it that's audience review on IMDb. The audience hated it more <clears throat> on John Tomatoes. Damn. Okay. Um, okay, so the wow. tomato meter is a green splotch at fifty-three percent. Critic consensus. Critics say scary movie. Scary movie overloads Movery. on crudity. Crudity. <laughs> so I say that. Okay. And grossness to get its laughs. That it does. Audience score forty three percent. All right. So just a short. Maybe short. this is one of those ones that, it, as it's gotten older, people have started to enjoy it more. I don't know. I thought it was really popular when it came out, too, though. It was really popular. I mean, it's... How many sequels is it? Like... Oh, okay, four or five. More than that. I think there's more than it? that, even. Yeah. I I'm, I don't know for I sure, know. but I want to I mean, say... This, I stopped this, watching after the fourth one. This is the one <laughs> that it spawned Actually, that, whole, that whole thing. Like, this... Too, isn't it? This is the one yeah. that spawned the parody movies. Yeah, so it's yeah like, it this, It started out with scary movies, but then you have, like... Epic movie, not another teen movie. Date movie. Mm-hmm. Date movie. Which, let's not get into those because some, some of, of those are shitty. Yeah, not nearly as funny. Not another teen movie is fucking hilarious. Don't no, care. but like epic movie and date movie, they're just. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, they by that's, the time they came out, it, this had already been. Yeah. That's why they advertised by two of the writers from the scary movie. <laughs> right. That's the two shittiest writers. The numbers started right. dropping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After a while, they decided, you know, I don't want to The people be. who submitted their ideas in crayon went on to make these movies. <laughs> okay, so shall we talk about the cast a little bit? Well, actually, should we talk about why we we wanted to do this movie with yeah. Scream? I mean, I That's was... Joe's fault. <laughs> well, I was I, I was in the same boat with him, too, though. So, I mean, because I was thinking the whole time we were watching, like, no, you know, I keep thinking of all the stuff that Scary Movie was, you know, happens in Scary Movie, is, and I think you were the same mind of, you confused yes, they, in it. Yeah, okay. They, they kind of blended together. Because mm-hmm. it had been such a long time since right. we had seen it. Is it, this is... Um, okay, yeah. so let's talk about the cast. Oh, the cast, yes. Okay, so um, going through it, we've got Cindy Campbell, who was played by Anna Ferris. Um, Drew, who was played by... Uh, Carmen Electra, Bobby, who is John Abrams, Abraham, sorry, uh, Brenda, who is Regina Hall, Shorty, who is Marlon Wayans, Buffy, who is Shannon Elizabeth, Ray, who is Sean Wayans, Greg, who is Lachlan Monroe, Gail Hailstorm, who is Sherry O'Terry, Principal Squiggy, played by Squiggy himself, David Lander, uh, Doofy, who is played by Dave Sheridan, and the sheriff was played by Kurt Fuller. Awesome. Oh, and oh, I wanted to mention, while we're talking about cast, I don't 
remember her name at the moment, but there was the teacher in the one scene was played by their, um, an alum from their In Living Color days, and I can't remember her name. Oh. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. I'll oh, see if I can really pull it up while we're doing it. <laughs> I know, I'm so handy. Uh, well, speaking of the cast alone, um, if we could just talk about the names, like, I love, like, Buffy. Buffy's obviously a spoof of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Cindy Campbell is obviously Sydney, Sydney. I think you have something on that. And Campbell for Nev Campbell. Well, Cindy, yeah. Sydney, you did it yourself. You screwed I up did. the names. Yeah. I did. But yeah, that name is picked because it sounds so close to Sydney. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew, of course, because of Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Did you see any others in there? Well, Gail Hailstorm. Yeah, Gail. Yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> is just funny anyway. <laughs> and Doofy is Dewey. Dewey, yeah. It's hard to distinguish that performance from David Arquette's. I thought it was David Arquette. I thought you said it was. It was. But then <laughs> it turns out it was played by another actor. So. Amazing. Who does a very good David Arquette. <laughs> Spot on. Once again, David Arquette, we don't hate you. Not a lot, you know. Not a ton. Uh, Kelly Cofield Park is the one you're thinking of, the teacher. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, from In Living Color. In Living Color. Good that that was a that was a show that I probably shouldn't have but grew up watching. I love that show. Yes, Sorry. I oh, remember that grew also. Up with it too. No, it's a great show, but I don't. Homie, don't play that. I mean, as a it five launched year old, Jim Carrey's career. It definitely and did. Jennifer Lopez, one yeah. of the Fly Girls. Yeah, yeah. I'm the baby of this group. <laughs> you don't know. What I remember, that is. Uh, my sister always wanted to be a Fly Girl when she grew up. Did she really? Yes. Something to aspire to. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a kid. Yeah. You know. Um, okay, so should we do a summary? Or would oh, you I mean, like I to can. do a summary? Yeah, I mean, I can. I'll do a short one. Um, the Wayans brothers decided to do a spoof on the Scream movies. Which were themselves satires. And things went awry. Yes, they did. Good enough. I like that one. Yeah. And this is this is a good awry, though. This is the good kind of awry. I, I would say it's an entire movie made purely on um, sexual innuendo and gay jokes. Yeah. Yes. A lot of it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's drug jokes in there. Oh, drug, and, there's drug dr- and then there's a lot of drug jokes, too. Yeah. Can't with forget the that. plot of Scream slid kind in on of. a cigarette paper. And I know you did what the last I summer. I know what you did last the usual summer. usual suspects. Yes. What else is there? Uh, oh, what was the other one I noticed? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> fudge nuggets. I know, fudge nuggets. I can't remember either. This is what you get when the Wayans brothers hang out and smoke weed together on the weekends and just make this up in an hour and a half. I want to do that. I have a feeling that's exactly what happens. That's probably exactly what happens. I want to go smoke weed with them. They are, awesome they are an incredibly talented pool of comedians, those they Wayans are. brothers. Yes, they are very funny. Damon, acknowledge your brothers. Call them and tell them you love them, Damon. Come back to them. <laughs> they love you. Um. So, opinions on this movie? Guests. Would you like to go first? Who wants to go first? Uh, just, just Joe, Joe wants to go first. This is a satire. And yes. It's, it's like one of those guilty pleasure shock movies. Yeah. That really overload on the gay jokes and crude humor, but they're, you know, the adolescent part of my brain still thinks it's funny, which is why I will always like fart jokes. Yes. There I admitted it. I said it. <laughs> That's how I feel. I would explain why you always blame it on the dogs. <laughs> yeah, I don't fart. Just wait until Gator's older, then I'll blame it on Gator. <laughs> oh, and well, he already does. Oh, he does, okay. 
what he, he thinks they're funny. Yeah. What he doesn't understand is that if Gator farted with that much like pressure, Gator would launch Blow into the air. <laughs> <laughs> like a tiny rocket. Um he that, doesn't quite as get he doesn't get as much protein as fiber as his father does, apparently. Apparently not. <laughs> Taking your metal muse old man. Hey. <laughs> well he's already losing his hearing, so that being said, I'm in yeah. the same. I'm in the same boat. It's a guilty pleasure. It, the little thirteen-year-old prepubescent total. You know the, the <laughs> that little girl that came out in the Carrie movie when we kept laughing at the sex jokes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Where, that's where this movie caters to. <laughs> when we just kept pausing and we're just like we're giggling like climax and we're just giggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's who this movie caters to. Our I'm 12 year old self, yeah. yeah. I'm in the same boat. I get I'm... more enjoyment out of this movie than I do out of Scream. <laughs> I'm with you guys. This is a, it's a guilty pleasure. I can put it on the background. I just, I still giggle over it. There's parts I still laugh out loud to, too. So I just love the spoof part of it, and I can sit in the background. But now, this was Cass's first time seeing it. Uh, yeah. So I'm I, really curious to hear your opinion. I had never seen this. I had seen Scary Movie 2 before. That's the only scary movie I've seen. Can I, I ask how you saw like, 2 before you saw You one? don't need to see... Yeah, you don't they're need not, to like, see. Yeah. Oh, okay. I saw Scary Movie 2, I think, because of Kevin. It, it, who oh, was obsessed Kevin. with the original. It's a parody That's of a right. completely different bad yeah, horror movie. But, I think we saw it at his house. That's right. Yeah, we did. And so it was just the kind of thing where, like, it was on, so I watched it. Kevin... Will now be known as Douche Canoe. Douche Canoe, yes. That's his secret name. That's his, that's his podcast name, Douche Canoe. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good name. Oh, good thank you. Yeah. Um, so, I'd never seen it, but I kind of, like, I mean, I like the Wayans Brothers, of course, um, being a very old fan of In Living Color, and I'm an Anna Ferris fan, or I was, and... Um, you know, there's a lot of, like, Sherry O'Terry, <coughs> Kurt Fuller. There's a lot of good comedic actors kind of stuck in this movie, too. So, um, and yeah, I mean, the, the humor is super immature. And no, I wouldn't say that um, a movie necessarily... Like, I know it's, like, kind of lowbrow, but I don't care. It's still, like immature humor I can still laugh at it sometimes sometimes I get sick of all of the gay jokes but um yeah I don't know it's it's my 12 year old brain laughing at it yeah nice so we're all 12 we yeah. are part of our yeah. 12 <laughs> well you need movies like this you in do. your life I mean every once in a while like I remember when the, the scary movie franchise first started when this movie first came out it was so incredibly popular and everybody loved it and it had so much hype and i just got so sick of everybody going what's up to each other well that was actually because of a budweiser commercial yeah, this was commercial spoofing a budweiser that. commercial well whatever i still hated it <laughs> you can blame budweiser then okay budweiser i hate you too damn you medicine for more than one reason sure you can't drink beer so it doesn't mean i hate budweiser just because I can't drink beer. I've been to their gardens. They have very nice gardens. Have, do they? <laughs> yes. Very nice. You ready for some trivia? Yeah, let's do trivia. Okay, so Scary Movie was actually the original title of Scream, so I, I like that they brought that, because they were going to name Scream Scary Movie, and then they nah, made them funny. change it over. 
Um, I love the little things here and there. Like the menu on the lunch menu is same old shit. <laughs> the high school is B.A. Corpse High School. Yeah, that's funny. Um, did you notice the Nazi uniform in Miss Man's office? Did not notice Did that. not notice that. There is a Nazi uniform in Miss Man's office. Just little touches here and there of just humor that, um, you know, might take one or more scenes. Yeah, I'm it. not going to watch this movie ever again. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not trying to, um, you know, convince you. And I love how they got Squiggy. Yeah. The principal, because they got the Fonz in Scream, so I just right. enjoyed that, Right, yeah, too. that was great. Um, otherwise, yeah, that's all the, you know, trivia I have. I don't have anybody. have anybody? Um, I'm pretty good. Maver? I feel like this might have been, like, one of Anna Ferris's first movies. I think so, I think you're right. I, I, I do think that this was a, um, jumping off platform for her, uh, career i had seen her i feel like i wanted i feel like this is not her first though because i feel like i already knew who she was i said i think it's one of her first i don't think it is it might be i'm not exact i'm not totally sure on that but i just remember like being like oh anna ferris is in it but that might have been i I think like i feel like yeah this was like one one of her first yeah like a launch pad because this is like how she became fairly popular as um like the laughter queen this the comedy was her second movie the first oh. one was eden oh and she okay. was in a tv movie before that deception but that's it this was her second movie okay okay yeah. so yeah definitely a launching on point for her then for sure yeah but after that she was like in the hot chick lost in translation uh king of the hill friends for a little bit brokeback mountain uh, just friends, all the scary movies, my super ex girlfriend, smiley face, which you love or uh, you did love. I do love that movie. Um, I own it. <laughs> Entourage, the house bunny, which we love. Own that um, one too. And then of course she's in mom now. Yeah, and that's and she's a great been show. in other stuff since then. But yeah, I mean, I think you're. I agree. It's definitely a launch pad for this. Yeah, yeah for sure. Obviously, it is. Yeah. Okay. Better so as a brunette or a blonde? Do you I think? must. Uh, I always think of her as a blonde because of smiley face. See, I always. I don't know. I I never knew she was a blonde before this. I always thought she was a brunette. I really did. Like I thought that was her natural hair color. But I guess it's, she's naturally a blonde. Yeah. yeah. It just surprises me that they dyed her. Well, it makes sense though to make her more look more like Neb Gamble. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That's all. Tra- the trick. Okay. So shall we rate this interesting movie? Guests, just Joe. You're first. So I give it a uh, seven. Okay. Okay. Can't think of any creative icons to put in there right now. <laughs> oh. Being really crude. You want me to go next? No, you were mouthing. I did. I, I can add it after the ratings. I'll add it after the ratings. So, go ahead. I think I'm going to go with a 6.734. Nine six four. It's one of those movies it's, you don't watch. It's with funny. Your yeah. No. You yeah. Don't. I mean, it's funny. It makes me laugh. But it's not like the funniest movie I've yeah. ever seen. And plus, like the more times you see it, it's it gets to that point where it's entertaining and amusing, but not laugh out loud worthy. Right. That's like a serial killer. It needs a cooling off period. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah, I can 
see that. No, I can. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, time in between to see it. Yeah, yeah, you watch it too I many times, like in a short amount of time, it loses its touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you take a break, and you wander away from it, and you come back, and it's back. Yeah, I can see that. There's some movies that that does not work with. Land Before Time, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Mama, cannot watch either of those movies. Yep, yep, yep. I actually had to stop watching Land Before Time a couple weeks ago because I was getting an anxiety attack. Seriously? <laughs> oh my god. Littlefoot's mom, Little mom hadn't even died yet. I was already having an anxiety Wait, attack. Wait, spoil another movie. Okay. I haven't seen it. <clears throat> Whatever. It's kind of funny. There, there are like some really good movies I could never watch again. Most of them are probably done by David Lynch just because if I watch them again, my head will explode. <laughs> um, oh, my turn to vote. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna go in between you two. I think I'm gonna do like a six point nine eight. I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. It, it definitely needs a time in between. Like I haven't seen this for a couple years, and I actually found it fun. Like I, I, it cracked me up, <laughs> which is hard to do for a movie. I don't laugh out loud to a lot of TV shows or movies, but this can do it for me sometimes. It does it for me. Um, I'll give it a six. It's crude humor. Sometimes I'm into that, and some most of the time I'm not, though. Gotcha. You're too highbrow for the rest of us. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Let's look at her with her no, monocle. No, it's just sometimes <laughs> I am into crude humor, and sometimes I'm not. It just I have to be in the right mood for it. I know what you mean. Is there a miracle? I don't think there is in this one really. There's no need for a there miracle. Need they don't to be need one. Yeah. yeah. It's a spoof. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it assumes you're already familiar with the source material, so yeah. it just yeah. takes you where it's going. Right. Exactly. Well, fan fiction sadly, there's only two. If you want to check them out, they're on archive of our own. So there's only two. Two. Wow. Yeah, the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I did remember the thing I said. Oh fuck for. I remember at a point I wanted to make it scream. Uh, Greg Nicotero's company did the special effects for it. Oh, the guts cool. spilling out and Drew's body. Oh, his um, cool. his company uh, can be did all the special effects for the movie scream. Awesome. Sorry, that was my trivia. I forgot. And I'm like, damn it. That was Greg so good. Nicotero. I saw his face and I was like, shit. Mm. So. Alright, that's all I have. Alright, well, I'll pimp us then. Um, our website is they mostly podcast at night.com. We, uh, you can go there for show, show notes and to listen to episodes. We are also hosted on anchor.fm slash podcast at night. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at podcast at night. We both have individual Instagrams at chaos at night and at carnage at night. Um, we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, not SoundCloud, oh my god. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere that you can think of to find a podcast, we are probably there. And, um, you can email us at podcastatnight at gmail.com. Also, check out our Redbubble store. Link in the show notes for, um, t-shirts, stickers, bags, pillows, any of that good stuff. Don't forget to check out Dead Time Stories, too. They are on Instagram, Stitcher, Google Play. I believe I have some iTunes. merch coming my way. You do? Yes. You one Maverick. is the trivia. <laughs> Maverick gets a sticker and a t-shirt. Yay! Yay! I just washed my t-shirt today. You guys <laughs> want to pimp yourselves anywhere? On the corner, maybe? Um, I mean, I'm on Instagram. and see snapshots of my life. Photos of Gator being his Gatory self. <laughs> Other snapshots of my life. Um, 
I'm on Facebook too, but I'm harder to find on there. So find what's me. your Instagram handle? Go Maverick. Is it go? Yeah, it's go Maverick. Go yeah. Maverick. M A V R I K. Because that's how my one friend spells it. So. <laughs> Hi, Steph. Uh, <laughs> I just like to give shout-outs to my other friends. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's get together and do another Stephen King movie. Yeah. Soon, guys. Yeah, we, we do have to. We, I, think, I think this started out, we were going to do one, and then it time ran through, so we decided to shorten up and do Scream. And I've been dying to do Scream, yeah. And I'm sure I can dig up another great cult flick for us Yeah. Today. Yeah. And we got to do uh, Psycho, too. Oh, and Bird, the birds. Oh, we got to do and, a Alfred um, Hitchcock, yeah, for yeah. sure. So. All right. All right. So you want to get out of here? It's time to go, I think. All right. This day. is Chaos saying stay bloodthirsty, friends. And you guys want to say goodbye before we go? Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Be sure to spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> <laughs> Good night from Carnage 2, and as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats. Thanks for listening to They Mostly Podcast at Night. Our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.